Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and a special live edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, they all know it. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking with a man that might be destined for the Hall of Fame. I'm talking about trainer extraordinaire Aaron Snow. Of course, Aaron was there on the meltdown, the meltdown of Iron Mike Tyson in the corner there, Tokyo, Japan. 1990, we'll talk about talk to Aaron about that. That, of course, being the low point and the high point, sort of. I mean, you know, how do you top that or beat that? I mean, you got Mike Tyson losing a fight in the corner, and the end swell wasn't brought by the cut man. And, of course, people are pointing the finger at Snow back and forth, saying that he's responsible for Mike Tyson not being in shape. Listen, Aaron couldn't keep Mike Tyson away from the hookers. Aaron couldn't keep Mike Tyson away from the Colombian dust, a.k.a. cocaine. And Mike Tyson couldn't be kept away from himself. Of course, a, a self-destructing machine, and that was started long before 1990, losing that title to Buster Douglas. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're going to talk boxing. NBC just aired a live card brought to you by Al Heyman's premier boxing champions. Fantastic main event. Thriller to the end. He didn't know who was going to win until the last couple of rounds, last round or so. James DeGaulle winning a unanimous nod over American Andre Durrell. Battle of former Olympians, the Gaul winning in 2008 a gold, the first British uh, lad to ever win a pro gold medal after win- a pro title after winning a gold medal in the Olympics, and of course, Durrell, a 2004 Olympic bronze medalist. Lots of stuff to talk about. 1 800 878 7529 is 1 800 878 7529. And guess what? We're Skyping. We got the Skype line open. Give us a call on Skype. The address Sports Byline and the number two Sports Byline 2. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are the people. One and all. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. Hey, neighbor, if it's time for a new grill, then this Memorial Day weekend, Ace is the place for Weber. Just drop by your neighborhood Ace and buy a Spirit, Genesis, or Summit Weber grill, and we'll give you an Ace gift card worth up to $200. You can't beat this offer, so get one and let the celebrations begin. May 22nd through the 25th at participating stores. Gift card amount depends on the grill purchase, must be used on future purchases, and is subject to gift card terms. Getting help at Ace is like going to your neighbor. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Yeah, you're just so original. 
Nathan's fans, share your selfie today and enter the Nathan's Selfie Sweepstakes for a chance to win great prizes all summer long, like a trip to New York City. And it makes me smile, makes me smile. Just take your selfie with a package of Nathan's hot dogs and upload it to NathanSelfie.com. No purchase necessary. For official rules, visit NathanSelfie.com. Yeah, you're just so original. A seatbelt can stop you from going into a store. A seatbelt can stop you from climbing a tree. It can stop you from flying or from rolling down a hill. A seatbelt can stop you from doing a lot of things, like crushing bones and damaging vital organs. It can even save your life. That's why we enforce seatbelt laws, to save lives. So buckle up every trip, every time. Click it or ticket. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Shaquille O'Neal for Icy Hot. If you've got pain, you need the patch. The Icy Hot Patch. Powerful, targeted, fast-acting pain relief that stays put without the mess. Icy to dull the pain, hot to relax it away. In a variety of sizes. From back, shoulders, knees, even arthritis. So you're covered whenever and wherever you hurt. Stop pain right at the source with Icy Hot Patches. Pain's no match for the Icy Hot Patch. For temporary topical pain relief, use only as directed. Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. Apollo's seen you fight. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, I fight in clubs, you know, and I'm really a ham and egg. This guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th- thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it. All that. Do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, I'm just excited. Uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. gentle is the rain how gentle was the man nick charles coming into that last segment there of course mr cnn the man that started sports uh sports on cable as far as cable news certain sports it was him and it was all nick charles nick charles and that hair man of course nick charles passed a couple years ago when cancer creeped back and got him he licked it once but he couldn't beat it the second time may he rest in peace the great nick charles you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, just a few minutes ago, uh, a card concluded on NBC Sports. Pretty good card. Straight up, I've got to tell you, uh, the matchmaking put together, put, put this card together, they were smart in order to go with the fight in which they went with. I'm talking about James DeGaulle and Anthony Dure- and Andre Durrell going in a vacant IBF 168-pound title fight. Um, the reason why, because had they gone with that fight second and had people had to sit through the mismatch, it was Edwin Rodriguez and some other schmo, 
Um, first, I think they would have got disillusioned and turned the TV off. It just wasn't world-class boxing. So straight up, the main event was sizzling. I really thought it was. Dugal came out, probably won the first round, won the second round easily, 10-7, dropping, of course, the the night, the 2004 Olympic bronze medals, I believe, Andre Durell of Flint, Michigan, dropped him out once but twice. So it was a 10-7 round. That, after winning the first round, he was up four points after two rounds. I mean, didn't didn't have to do a whole lot down the stretch. But what happened? DeGal got lazy, and Durrell came on. And Durrell's chin, although not the greatest chin in the world, it prevailed. And he won like five, six, seven, eight. I won like five, six, seven, six rounds in a row. In fact, he won more rounds than the winner of the fight won. But because those first two rounds, or that first second round, was 10-7, the two knockdowns made it a 10-7 score, that was the prevailing factor, and I had him winning by a point. The two judges uh, had a 114-112. I had a 114-113 as I scored one round even. I think that was the 10th or the 11th. And, uh, you know, the other judge had like 117-109. I don't know what the judge from Canada was looking at, but 117-109 looked a little bit long as far as this fight was concerned because I thought it was close. And going into 10th, 11th, and 12th round, especially after round 10, you really didn't know who was going to win this fight. It was like a coin toss. And you know what? It did keep you on the edge of your seat to an extent, not because it was Hagler Hearns or anything, but because, you know, the guy could punch a little bit and Darrell's chin wasn't all that good because you saw him go down in the second round like he had been shot by, by, by a grassy knoll sniper. Not to bring up November 22nd, 1963, but that's what it looked like. Pow! He was down. I mean, whoa! Left to overhand left. Of course, Battle of Southpaws, meaning both left-handers. The golf fired this left hand over... Uh, Darrell's right, and ba-boom, it landed, and Darrell went down. I said, man, he's not getting up, but he got up. Got to give him credit. He got up. He said he didn't have intestinal fortitude. They questioned his, uh, his, his, uh, his stones, per se, the size of his stones. But I think he showed today that outside of a few mistakes, and I think those few mistakes are caused by the fact he's been inactive, he was injured for a while and didn't fight for a while, then he came back with three quick wins. But he really hadn't been back in the game that long. And I think had he had, had he had a few more fights, he wouldn't have made the errors in which he made uh, this afternoon. Well, those errors were sticking your chin out and getting it clipped, dropping your hands, just, you know, dumb stuff, dumb stuff. And when he had De Gaulle uh, on his back foot, he didn't keep him there. You got to keep the guy there. I mean, granted, he won a lot of rounds, but you know what? When he came down to the stretch, he could have won that 12th round. On my card, the fight would have been, been, uh, been even. Okay? If he won that 12th round, didn't win the 12th round, lost the 12th round, so he loses by a point. And when you look at the 12-round fight being 12 three-minute fights, um, there's no doubt Darrell won the majority of the fights. But the other guy who scored the knockdown, so in professional boxing, that is what trumps the uh, the uh, the rounds won. Of course, this was back in the day. I remember Ali Frazier, the first Ali Frazier fight that was uh, in New York City in Madison Square Garden. That was judged on the rounds basis. In fact, New York State, had rounds up until like, I don't know, three or four or five, maybe six, seven years ago. They had rounds for a long, long time. Anyway, DeGal looking good. What's he now? 26 and one. Uh, you know, not, not the greatest fighter in the world, but he's a good looking fighter and he tries and he's from the UK. And of course they're going to support him over there. And the fact that an Englishman can come over here and win is, is significant because in the old days, guys just come over here and just lose all the time. Just lose, lose, lose. Every time a guy came over, you sort of went, Oh, well, he's going to lose. And that's the way it was. Well, not anymore. They're putting up decent fighters, decent fighters. Of course, DeGaulle, now 29 years old, winner of a gold medal in 2008, the first U.K. Uh, citizen of the U.K. to win a world title as well. 
in the co-main event. Mm, smelled like a mismatch, looked like a mismatch, was a mismatch. Um, Edwin Rodriguez, 27-1, wax. Of course, he went uh, the route with Andre Ward, 168 pounds, is fighting now at 175, which is lightweight, and was handling 15-100 underdog Craig Baker, who came in at 16-0 with 12 KOs, but he had 16 wins over Scott Cuddy 15 times, and me one time, that made his 16 wins, and the 12 KOs, I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line is he came in at 16-0. I don't know where he got that record, but he is now 16-1 with 12 KOs, and the referee jumped in and inappropriately, I think, stopped the fight at 2 minutes and 22 seconds of round number 3. It was a surprise stoppage to very many. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, folks. This is a special edition of Ring Talk, and we'll bring on Aaron Snow in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk boxing history with Aaron. Of course, the meltdown in Tokyo, the great meltdown of Mike Tyson. Man, who could forget that? February 1990, Mike Tyson, a 35-40-1 favorite over James Buster Douglas. Who was he? Nobody knew him. Yeah, people on the inside knew. They knew James could fight. When James was in shape, James could fight. I'm calling him James. I'm not calling him Buster. He could fight. Okay, when he wasn't in shape, he was sort of like Buster, Buster, like a little chubby Buster. And that wasn't too cool. When he went into the Holyfield fight, of course, the fight at first fight after the Mike Tyson fight. What a disaster that was when I caught him in the sauna at the uh, the, uh, at the the Mirage Hotel. I caught him in the sauna at the Mirage Hotel, uh, fooling around in the health club. And they were get this. They were bringing in they were bringing in pizza. To Buster Douglas, I kid you not, bringing pizza into Buster Douglas as he was sweating off weight in the sauna. Yeah, that's Buster. Buster wasn't too dedicated for that fight. Everybody on Buster's side sort of knew it. He came down from 320 pounds. I remember going back there and spending three or four days with Buster in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, the flight in was a nightmare. It was a little crazy. We flew in on a Volvo with wings and crashed into the Columbus, Ohio airfield. That was, like, traumatic. And the, the I remember the chauffeur had... Pedro Hernandez on on a little sign. I even bothered to correct him. Man, he could have said Pedro Smith. I didn't care. I was getting in the car. I was so happy to be alive. But after spending three to four days with with Buster in uh, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, he, I found you know he was lazy and he was eating all the time. And then he stole my limo. Then we'll get to that limo thing maybe another time. But anyway, um, but he was eating all the time. I mean, his his JD McCauley was one of his trainers, his co trainers. And he had his uh, his own barbecue pit. So, like, Buster had carte blanche barbecue. Ribs. Buster was into ribs, okay? In fact, he's got a, a diabetic cookbook right now. I think it's all about barbecue. Anyway, but no, um, he was eating. I mean, left and right. We were eating all the time. In fact, I remember by 7 o'clock at night one day, one, one, by 7 o'clock one night, we were eating dinner. I marked that being our fourth meal of the night, and then Buster ate again before we went to bed. So, five times the you know, eating a day, if you're 250 pounds and you're not eating, you're easily going to go up to 300 pounds. And he was 310 pounds, of course, lost the heavyweight championship to James, to uh, Evander Holyfield when he refused to get up. Mills Lane told me he could have got up, Pedro. Mills said that after a glass of wine, we were in Oklahoma City doing a boxing telecast together back about 2001, 2002, Mills Lane and I, the judge, he and I were part of a let's get it on boxing team for promoter Tony Holden. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Guess what? You still are a young man.
know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. Call Lear Capital now. 800 631 9229. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Just what do you think of him as a fighter, huh? His footwork's lousy. He can't count a punch. His timing stinks. And he doesn't breathe properly. But you'll like him as a person. He has a nice smile. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong. A lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Check it, 25, make it 26 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Satellite Radio, and of course, come to you live from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, on the line from the East Coast. Always a pleasure to talk with them. It was even better when I got to work with them. Talk about Aaron Snow. Aaron, a very good afternoon to you, sir, or as I say back there, good evening. Aaron. 
Yes. How are I you, like sir? Say, good, good. How you doing? But first of all, Pedro, I want to say hi to all the Ring Talk uh, fans. And let me tell you something. Many have tried, true, and couldn't make it. There's only one Pedro Fernandez when it comes to radio and TV commentated. Bro, let me tell you, you're second to none because I have always had a side seat beside you on many ventures we do. And let me tell you, you're the best at what you do. Well, wow. I don't know what more to say than that. How's life treating you, sir? Well, life is always great when you're living. And uh, we're, you know, uh, after seeing the, uh, the the big fight, the big mega fight with uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather, you know, we look to see what's in the, in the future. I think there's some great things that's in the future if the heavyweight division could ever come back around again. Uh It'd be something. Question. This is a yes or a no answer. Is Al Heyman good for boxing? Well, he, he's good for boxing in a way, as long as he don't break the rules. Okay. Uh, uh, as, as you well know, Pedro, sometimes when you're doing business as Don King did, you're walking on that thin line of uh, failure or success. As long as you you can walk real close to the line, as long as you don't step over the line, you ain't out, you're not out of bounds. And six happens from being able to pull up. Hmm. Interesting. Aaron Snow is our guest, folks. Of course, the former trainer Mike Tyson. He trained a lot of people when when Don King was at his peak. You know, I, that's one of the things I sort of miss. I I was with him a few months back and. And I miss having Don around. You still you still talk to Don, Aaron? Yes, Don. Don. Don has been. Uh... You know what, Aaron? We're going to call you back. We're going to call you right back. Having problems with that phone connection? One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Probably going to stick with the majority of this hour uh, on boxing. We will delve into the world of MMA and the UFC in the uh, second to last segment, we'll split that in half. We're probably going to spend most of the time here on, on boxing, spend some more time with Aaron Snow. Of course, he was talking about the, the biggest fight of all time. Turned out to be the biggest con perpetrated on the American public since the uh, Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie The Sting. That's right. I'm talking about the big con. A hundred bucks, guy goes in there with a torn rotator cuff. Now, Aaron Snow, you were a trainer. Could you send a guy into a ring with a severely torn rotator cuff muscle? Well, uh, no, you know, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're putting your fighter at a disadvantage. But but when there's 120, 180 million dollars guaranteed on the line, they just sort of shut up and went ahead and went ahead and did it anyway with Manny Pacquiao, huh? Well, well, it it, it leaves the boxing fans with a dis, uh, uh, you know at a disadvantage where people are putting, betting a lot of money on this. It's been a long time for the fight to happen. I just think it, was, it wasn't right. And how it wasn't right when, when Freddie Rhodes was saying a lot of bad things about Mayweather, the, high, the fight that Mayweather wasn't going to show up and he wasn't going to make it to the fight. It was his guy that there was something wrong with, and he should have came out and said that earlier. Instead of putting it on Mayweather. 
what about all the poor Filipino people that, that spent their last dollar, or bet their last dollar, bet their candy, whatever it is. I mean, they're poor. Some of the very poor folks over there throwing their last couple of nickels down on Manny Pacquiao, and he can't win. And he's telling them to win. And get this, and he's hiding behind the, the this born-again Christian guys that, that he's all holy and mighty, and this and that, he was all holy and mighty. You think, uh, I'll put it to you like this. When uh, Sonny Liston was going to fight Cassius Clay the second time, Joe Lewis went to Sonny Liston. He said, I'm thinking about throwing some money on you. And Sonny told him not to. I don't know whether Sonny was going into the tank or not, but Sonny told him not to. When uh, Mark Wahlberg went down there to the gym down there in L.A. with Manny Pacquiao, they told him, go ahead, bet, bet uh, Sean Combs, P. Diddy, whatever you want to call him, Puff Daddy, bet him yeah. 250 grand. We're ready. I mean, if I was him, I'd be at Manny Pacquiao's throat. Well, yeah, it, it, it leaves a displeasure for everyone, and 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 it leaves a bad taste to just a casual boxing fan that was just stepping in, you know, with a big mega event like that. It was the time for boxing to capture those fans that we've been waiting for for a long time for when it came to uh, pay-per-view. You know what I mean? To just a casual sports fan. And it just leaves a dis, uh, disfavor uh, into everybody. Now, you understand there's been times where Mike Tyson, like when he was getting ready to fight Razor Ruddock up in uh, Canada, and he was doing a sit-up, and he injured his rib and pulled out of the fight. Why? Because he was hurt, and he didn't want the fan to be at a disadvantage. So Mike Tyson said, no, I'm not fighting. You know, uh, when he had a, uh, an injury like that. Uh, at the time, people were saying, why? Wow, he could have went with something like that. But uh, it, it, it doesn't make good for, uh, for the fans. And a lot of people bet a lot of money on this sport called boxing on the big fight. You, you know, Aaron, they had American Pharaoh won the first two, uh, two races in the Triple Crown. You wouldn't have bet on that horse if he had three legs, would you? Uh, the, Do you see what I'm trying real, to say? Yeah, I understand what you're trying to say. And and uh, Manny Pacquiao owes it to not just himself, but uh, uh, to the boxing fans. Uh, people would have understood if he was hurt and just said, look, I'm injured, and let the doctors come out. If he had to get operated after the fight, and he knew before the fight that the injury was there, the people are not going to say he chickened out because he went and got surgery. Yeah. You, you understand. People would have said, wow, he was really hurt. He would have been looked at more as a, a, a valiant warrior in order to bail out like that. And I like Pat, Manny Pacquiao. You know, uh, it, to get to this level where he's at, it takes a lot of hard work. He won, He's the champion of a lot of uh, uh, weight divisions as he was moving up, and he's been in a lot of big fights. He's been knocked out. He's come back. But to go out like a coward like that is 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 very, very sad for him. So I think by him searching God out that way, I think he was just uh, praying to God that he went the distance and didn't get knocked out. Aaron Snow is our guest. We're talking about Manny Pacquiao, the fact that he went into the uh, Floyd Mayweather fight on May the 2nd with a severely torn right rotator cuff. And when I had a, a, a slightly torn rotator cuff, and the doctor told me you could operate on it or I could do some therapy. <laughs> I said, I'll take the therapy. Anyway, did some weightlifting and some uh, swimming. 
and some healing and some oh. massage and, and the shoulder came back. But well, I just had a slight tear. I had a problem picking up picking up a salt shaker. But what I noticed though is that when you've got a torn rotator cuff is that you can maybe throw things but you have no snap. There's nothing to snap at the end. And on boxers, no. especially Manny Pacquiao with that right hook and or that jab, he's got to have some snap on him. When you got no snap, you got nothing. Yeah, he was moving his hand, but there was nothing on it. You're, you're absolutely right. And when it's tore, if he throw it a, a, a certain way, it would come right up out of socket. You know, and, and even with the operation, and he makes a comeback, depending how bad the tear was, most people don't get 100% of the rotator, rotator cup movement. They normally come back around about 90 or 80%. You know, I had fighters with rotator cup. There was a fighter from a cruiserweight champion I was training. Uh, his name was Jeff Lampkin mm-hmm. uh, from Youngstown, Ohio. He ended up having a, a, a rotator cup uh, tear like that. But when he came back, he only had maybe uh, 80% of the shoulder movement uh, and things like that. So we're going to see how well the operation is. Uh, what I think Manny Pacquiao should do is uh, go in the gym once uh, um, the doctors okay him and uh, – make a comeback or do something, don't go out of the game like that. You know what? I think he should be suspended. We could talk about that on the other side of this break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. We are blessed with the presence of the great Aaron Snow, trainer extraordinaire, TV analyst extraordinaire. Everything he does, he excels in. He's one of those smart guys. You know, one of those guys that if you're successful, you surround yourself with successful people. Yeah, that's the way you do it. That's why Aaron's in the house. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we talk boxing and MMA 24-7 at ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. Or you can go to the iHeartRadio app, download the free app, take it anywhere you go, Ring Talk Live Worldwide on your smartphone or your tablet. Listen online, delayed or live. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. 
Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242 Not all waters are created equal. Alchemy Water has been specially treated with a patented system to create a premium alkaline water that tastes great and offers more benefits than natural water. Alchemy is ionized and microclustered for antioxidant protection while neutralizing free radicals. Plus, it's fluoride-free and eco-friendly. All of these things add up to the ultimate health and wellness premium water. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. Make sure you tune in to the Sports Byline Combat Sports Recap with Pedro Fernandez. Saturday nights on Sports Byline USA Sports Overnight America Weekend Edition. Brought to you by Alchemy Water. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Back in the day... This was my uh, theme music when the show debuted back in, I think, 84. Good Lord, that was a long time ago. Hello to all the troops out there. It is Memorial Day weekend. I want to say hello to everybody on the American Forces Network listening around the world. Of course, good luck to you guys all, and may you make it home safely. And, of course, say hello to your families today via the telephone and the Internet. Now with Skype, I guess it's sort of cool for some of these servicemen who are able to talk to their families via the computer, which is just so cool. So right on. Anybody that's serving abroad, Hope you get home soon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. Why the man on the line is the, the trainer extraordinaire. I'm talking about Mr. Aaron Snowen. Aaron, where are you living these days? Well, in North Carolina and and North Raleigh. Okay, what's North what's North what's North Raleigh bring to the dance? It's it's Wake Forest, man. Uh, um, my uh, programs that I got running with kids. Uh, we have a collaboration of nonprofits going. Well, called Bridges of Hope Outreach, uh, some churches, some nonprofit uh, uh, with United Way, uh, the Sheriff's Department, and the uh, local police department in uh, Franklin County, North Carolina. Um, we do a lot of different programs. I started uh, with them tutoring programs, feeding programs, and uh, all different types of programs. What we have coming up. On uh, June 12th, we're going to open a community garden 
of that community in Franklinton, North Carolina. And this place here, Franklinton, North Carolina, is where Jack Johnson died in the car accident. Mm-hmm. So it has a boxing legacy kind of thing. And and my mother is originally from there, and I came there with her, and she told me to do some work here. So I'm doing that, and my uh, first wife died of cancer, and I got remarried again. I'm married uh, to a physician now, Pedro. Uh, she's a doctor, and uh, she has a practice, and she does uh, all different types of things uh, in the hospital. Off-topic subject with Aaron Snow. Now, you talked about working with the police department. Why, do, why, are, why are black men getting shot in the back? And why are we seeing it on video cameras now? I mean, this might have made probably happened before there were video cameras. But why are we seeing such a uh, why are we seeing so much of that nowadays? It's 2015. Well, well, the reason why you're seeing a lot of it is uh, with this uh, multimedia facet things. There's so many devices that have uh, cameras and film, and why they're getting shot in the back because they're running away. <laughs> so you have to look at that, but it has to look at, you have to look at both sides of the story. Aaron, Aaron, I was a policeman, Aaron. I couldn't shoot anybody in the back running away from me for nothing. Yeah. There was nothing. Wow. There is absolutely nothing on this planet. I could shoot somebody in the back running away from me for, unless they had murdered three people and they were running away with a gun. You know what I'm saying? And that would be the only way I could actually shoot him in the back. That's the only thing you call for it. How do you shoot people in the back running away? They're posing no threat. They're running. Yeah, well, it, it takes a lot. You know, uh, guys have to be trained in certain situations. Uh, there's a lot going on in society now. And, uh, you know, with these guns, with these hairline triggers and all of that, guys get hairline trigger happy. And those are the things that you have to do. But there's a responsibility looking on the pot of the positive side would blame with nobody just looking at overall situations. Uh, love is a two-way street. It takes two to tangle. It takes two to compete when you're doing community service work to, to help people understand is that the community needs, needs community discipline too, okay. as and, well as the police officer to change the, the situation. And I'm totally, with, I'm totally with you on that a hundred percent because the, the community uh, has a lot of responsibility to it. But when you've been beaten down and you're living on less of the poverty line in this country and, you know, there's no really chance to advance as far as college or anything that's concerned, you're not getting out of the hood. If you were born in some of those wards in Houston, you know it. You're probably not getting out of the hood. I mean, education, they say, well, education is the same. But if a kid's going to school hungry each morning, as one in four kids, uh, one in five kids go to school each day in this country hungry, Okay, if he goes to school hungry, he's not going to be able to concentrate like the kid that's got a full tummy. That's right, but 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 uh, education and the love for each other—that proper education has to start uh, first, um, and then you can begin to change. Uh, in the community, there's so much hate for one another. You know, we bring people together all the time to get them to have understanding and, and to begin to shake hands and to begin to love each other. And if you want to, if you want to fight, we got boxing rings, we got uh, karate programs and those things, put it in competition to show how tough you are. Uh, but a lot of these things are, well, like you said, economic. So 
once you uh, give, find out what people's life skills are, uh, what talents that they have, and what they can bring to the table. It's just like a fighter. You have to find out what a fighter's talents are. You know, if he's the type of guy that wants to be a slugger, then you have to teach him how to slug. I understand that. You know, the same way all of these guys who start selling drugs and all of these things, they just didn't start selling drugs over the overnight and be successful at it. Most of them are good salesmen. So why don't they take them same people and put products and service in their hand and and let them be entrepreneurs of selling a product other than a drug? You see what I'm saying? No, I understand. And and I'm all with all that, okay? But I just don't think there can be educational equality in this country until there's economic equality. I just don't think that – I really don't think so because, you know, they they bust kids across town to put them in in mixed uh, schools and segregate and make sure that everybody's integrated and things like that. At least they did that when I was growing up. I still do some busing. And you know what? Some of the kids I was on the bus with didn't get to eat that morning. First time they ate was that free lunch at lunchtime. So for that first three or four hours, you could hear their stomach growling and things like that. And you can't concentrate and you can't expect to excel like that. But yet the kid is sitting there with a full tummy. They had the night, had the quiet night's sleep and ate a big dinner the night before, you know, because his family is economically set. He's at a severe advantage to the kid that doesn't have that. It boils down to economics. Well, well the term uh, economics in Latin means home management. We, we understand what breeds poverty. You know, poverty, you know, economics is how well a person can manage a home. So we, we say this here. People that live in houses that are, are poorly maintained and poor ventilation, it drives young people out in the street from overcrowdedness and, and not having per, proper ventilation in their home. So when the young person hits the street, they meet people of questionable character, and then they form gangs that give them the power where they look for something to do. So we understand the, the, the line of what it breeds. It's things of how you work together to try to change the problems. See, we all are saying the same thing in general, is how can everyone who are concerned about these problems work together to change it? Good point. And, you know, some people are not going to be doctors, you know, but some people are good at uh, mechanics. Some people are, are, are good at uh, drawing, you know. Some people are good at sports. You know, you have to find out, you know, what the young person or people are good at and give them the avenue to be successful. You know, to clean a block up is easy. You know, if they put seed money in neighborhoods to teach people just to pick up bottles and glass and sweep the street and pay them in their block to take care of it, they don't have to be a city employee. You can find people in the same block to do that. You know, pay the people to cut the grass in the neighborhood. You know, just little small things like that will be the power of economics to learn to earn. Okay. Question. Mike, uh, no, no question. Fact. Mike Tyson's made a 180-degree turn. I mean, we, we he had some problems, he, and he sort of turned his life around now, and he's, he's done the one-man play. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, and you know what? A lot of it's positive, man. You know, when you used to hear about Mike Tyson in the news, a lot of it was negative news, but no negative news on Mike Tyson for a long time. Now he's turned a new leaf. He's going in the right direction. 
Well, everybody, everything and everybody grows in stages. And and it, you have to remember when Mike Tyson was heavyweight champion, man, he was a young man, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, with multi-millions of dollars in his pocket and having a, 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 an up, a, a growing up in a rough environment. So you see in the stages of someone who... Uh, grows in stages. He, his life has always, as a young man, been under uh, public eye, public scrutiny, and bing, he, he's finally caught it. And, you know, he's learned to be the man and learned to be the family man, and he's walking the walk and talking the talk. Once a champ, always a champ. He, he is a great champion, whether they like it or not. He I was- is a great champion, is a great person at that. I agree. Aaron Snow is, I guess, in a great boxing historian as well. We're talking about the great Mike Tyson. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this. Were you, were you seriously worried about Mike Tyson and his behavior, the fact that he wasn't really putting it all together there in Tokyo before he fought Buster Douglas? Was this an overwhelming concern of yours or what? Yeah, it was an overwhelming concern uh, with us. Uh, well, he he was up against a lot, you know, during that time. Man, Mike Tyson was in love, man with his wife, Robin Gibbons, who was his wife. It wasn't his girlfriend, it was his wife. Just imagine how the average person feels when they're going through a, a, a divorce. You know, you're in love and you gotta, you know, you're breaking up or you don't know if you're going to get together. You don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So Mike Tyson was uh, under those things. And then former uh, manager Bill Caton had a multi-million dollar lawsuit on him. And a former trainer of his, Kevin Rooney, and them, they had, they said they love him, but they loved him enough to sue him for, for large amounts of money and put a lifetime contract on him. You know, a lifetime contract is not even illegal in the athletic commissions in the United States, but at the final end, Kevin Rooney and them end up winning a lawsuit. Uh, with Mike Tyson with nothing on paper with saying that a lifetime contract like a slavery was passed down, you know, whereas the truth be told looking back. But all of those things were were, were on on his shoulders. And being a young man uh, uh, in his early 20s, uh, that's really something to handle. He was going through a lot, and, I mean, he was putting it out. He was taking the anger and, and putting it out in the ring. And, you know, in Tokyo, it was just two fights that happened, the fight that he won and the fight that he lost. He had a fight and a rematch all in the same night. The great Aaron Snow, folks. What can I say? Aaron, I've got to have you back soon, man. Please, can you come back in about two or three weeks? Pedro, the best ring talk show, the best boxing show in the world. You know I love always to be with you, man. Man, you You got You have so much knowledge of the game. One thing I can say about you, Pedro, is that you know how to put stories together. You do your homework and your research. Uh, You have never been the type of guy that just gets up and says anything. You dig for the facts. Old, we've uh, investigated, reported that reporters and sportsmen used to do, used to do. You do that now, and that what makes your show such a great... Uh, success for for all these years you've been doing it. And having friends like you, Aaron, got to run to a break. All the best. All right. Thank you. And thank you for being on, on, on this great show, man. A really big show. Ring Talk. 
Thank you, Pedro. Aaron Snow on the American Forces Network, Sports Byline America. Oh, God, all kinds of different networks. We'll talk about that after the break. This is Ring Talk. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it, and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. I think there are um, probably two goals that are are pushing me right now. One is to get the all-time win record. Um, only three back of Sam on that one, and obviously the major record, um, you know, four back of, of Jack. But I got to put it in perspective. You know, I've done it for this is my 19th year, and I've had 79 wins. Um, that's a pretty good clip. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I made so many mistakes. You took the words right out of my mouth. 10 p.m. Pacific time tonight. Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition. Is it Saturday? It is, huh? Yeah. We're doing two hours of Sports Overnight America and the Weekend Edition. Myself, Zach Attack Young, 
And Assyrian Pete will talk about the world of sports from A to Z as Tiger Woods will be one of these subjects. Of course, we're going to touch on combat sports, the Alchemy Water uh, Combat Sports Update brought to you by Alchemy Water. There's a difference in the water you drink. Check out Alchemy Water, A-L-K-A-M-E, alchemywater.com. Straight up. The UFC is going as I speak. Of course, UFC 187 right around the corner, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time, live from Las Vegas. The main event, of course, the World Light Heavyweight Championship without the Light Heavyweight Champion. A vacant title now. John Jones having that title stripped and taken away from him as a result of that car accident where he hit and ran a couple of times a a few weeks ago. So it's going to be Danny Cormier and Anthony Rumble Johnson. The co-main event is Chris Weidman. Man, what an undefeated lad he is. Great wrestling base. Of course, the man to beat Anderson Silva not once but twice. He is the world middleweight champion. He's taken on the king of testosterone replacement therapy, a.k.a. legalized cheating, which is no longer legal. I'm talking about Vitor Belfort. So that's UFC 187 tonight, live at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 o'clock Pacific time. And, of course, as I said, I'll be back, God, in five hours at 10 p.m. Pacific time as Johnny Taco, my alter eagle, and Zach Attack Young, Assyrian Pete. We're giving Dominic Big D Jimenez a night off and Scott Cuddy a night off as well. They get the night off because, you know, they're cool. Anyway, they're, they're off. We're here, 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific on, uh, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting where tonight's Saturday night. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide here on Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific on, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting where Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours, and on Sirius XM Satellite Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Mondays. 